You sure? Gasoline. High five. Okay. Go. This is the Breakout Media Network. The break room on the Breakout Media Network. The show sucks. I'm a princess. Let's get out. <laughs> Your butt looks like two Pringles hugging. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Two dollars. Breakroom.org. They sent you a lifetime supply of Quick Trip. <laughs> Bosom Buddies? Have you seen Bosom Buddies? I ate them all. <laughs> now that's dorky. It was a girl. Let's just point that out right now. It was a young man by the name of Dave. <laughs> anyway. We did do it. So. <laughs> White people own everything. I know. Who would you like to rape? Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Welcome to the Break Room with Mark. Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. Everybody, welcome to the break room for Friday, Friday, <laughs> Friday, June sixteenth, two thousand six. Uh, in in uh, I uh, why don't you oh, just sorry. oh you ass sorry Mark faded out such American a strong Rock intro and a weak start. I uh, know oh, I'm God. sorry. Uh, I think we've hit the brakes already. Uh, well, first get the intros out of the way because we never do that. <laughs> Nobody knows who you, we are. You never do that. That's a good point, <laughs> Mark. I'm Mark. To my right is uh, Chopper Dave, and uh, Dustin's back in town. Yep. Sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. That's true. Clean as ever. Clean. Cleaner than usual. That's true. I had longer to, you know, get clean. Zest fully? I guess, sure. Wow. <laughs> That's a power down. Wipe <laughs> <laughs> my ass with pine cones. <laughs> All right, well, Dustin and I started talking this week about, uh, you sent me an article, I guess it was last week, about what the top ten cheesy shows, supposedly, yeah. according to MSN. So according to some random bitch. Yeah, and you know what? We wholeheartedly disagreed with just about every pick on there, just because there were shows nobody watched. Exactly. But maybe that's why they were cheesy, I don't know. But I think there were a lot of shows out there uh, that were a lot more popular than some of those. Kind of like the cartoons on your top ten list from a few weeks well, ago. Well, yeah, they were more popular, but they're the eh. ones no one ever watched. That's very it's true. not true. You so me and Dustin <laughs> didn't agree with you on most of them. You watched Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got one out of the top ten. You watched Thundercats. You watched GI Joe. You watched Transformers. All right. All right. All right. Wow. All right. So uh, again, this week we're going to step into the Wayback Machine, and we're going to look take a look at the, the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine. Is that That's the right. official nickname? Everybody, hop in the capsule. Press the button. You know, like the uh, the time machine on Ducktales. Powered no. by the uh, time traveling popsicle. Time traveling popsicle. You don't remember that? The no. uh, gadget McDucky, what, whatever his name was. Uh, uh, in that, a, in whatever. A, Forget it. No, I have no idea. Those of you who watch Ducktales will remember. That's a good point. I vaguely remember that. See, see, no. not a complete idiot. Uh, but anyways, all right. So we're in the way back machine. We're going all the way back <laughs> and looking at the uh, so top crazy 10. in here. It, it is. <laughs> I'm tripping it's crazy right now. to do the show from the road in the way back machine. <laughs> <laughs> from, the <laughs> <laughs> from the time stream. So we're gonna look at wherever the, we uh, are, and surprisingly, we can broadcast to the current time. Exactly. Hey, we have some high class equipment in here. <laughs> I know. I know. And it only cost like three hundred dollars. Was it that much? It was that much. Yeah. All the shit. I mean, we got three mics. Dollars. You know, it ended up probably being around more four hundred with the extra mic I bought. Two dollars. The time traveling the time traveling add on. I had to make some time traveling popsicles. So yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, yeah, but we're gonna look at the top ten cheesy sitcoms uh, from just whenever. We're not gonna just limit ourselves to the '80s like we did with the cartoons. That's true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Is it? It's a good point. All right, so coming in at number ten, 16. we're going to land the time machine, the way back machine in 1991 first. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make a stop <laughs> at NBC. You okay there, dude? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, with a little show called Blossom. Whoa! We can play the theme. Uh. Whoa! Oh, uh, okay. Don't know about the future. 
I'm gonna play the whole thing. I'm playing it. You're gonna play the whole thing? No, I'll just start talking over it after me. Or right now. I guess we're not really that long, but... I never yeah, really watched that show. You never did? I never did. My sister loved it, but I never really watched it. Yeah, it's sad to say, but I watched every show on this list at one point or another. You Religiously? every show on TV at one point or another. That's true. God, I'm a dork. But, you know, the, before we get into this, really, we should say that just because these shows are cheesy doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. Now, there's some bad shows on this list. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't, just because they're cheesy doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. Because there's some, you know, thoroughly enjoyable shows. Uh, Blossom was not really one of them, <laughs> although I enjoyed it at the time. It's not one of the shows that I still I can still laugh at, I know. Fucking champ. Uh, but this show starred Mayim Bialik, who grew up to do nothing, <laughs> and uh, Joey Lawrence, who grew up to do commercials and, I think, a few episodes of American Dreams, also on NBC. Mm. He had that um, one random show with his brothers. Remember that one where yeah, they were mechanics or some shit? I vaguely remember that. Oh, yeah, the guy from uh, Superhuman Samurai on Disney. Yeah, his little J.J. Abrams. Uh, and J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think I probably watched that show more than I watched uh, Blossom. Uh, yeah. His real name is Dan Hunter. Wow, that's really loud. Um, but, yeah, see, Mayim Bialik is... The last time I saw her was on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm last year. She was on there. I didn't recognize her at first, but she's, like, porked up, man. And she was playing a lesbian. She was some lesbian girl that was getting married. I don't know. It was very, <laughs> very curbed. So why was that show so cheesy? The, the whole reason the show was cheesy, because it was, otherwise it was a fairly normal sitcom. And it was all because of Joey. Joey pretty much ruined the show. Yeah, he did. I mean, it started out kind of funny, like the first episode, but after the first episode, that was it. Whoa! Did she always have some awesome hats on or something? Wasn't yeah, that's her true. Thing? That's was true. The hat? She had to distract. Her blossoming from, head. She had to distract from the nose. No, that's a very uh, good point. Yeah, but Joey, it was... A lot of these shows are based around why they're so cheesy is catchphrases. And, of course, Joey's was, whoa, whoa. You know, and it's just like every... It's not even a phrase. It's not, it is a phrase. It's, what is it then? It's a... I don't know. An a exclamation. Yell? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Some sort of catch point. word or whatever, you know, something that a lot of people say. And that's what really brought the show down. Like our catchphrase? But it's you, a good point. <laughs> but if it hadn't been for that, you know been for Joey Lawrence, that show probably would have not achieved much notoriety, to be honest with you. So it never would have made the ranks of the most cheesy. That's very true. And I'm sure that they're very happy that it made the ranks of the most cheesy. That was probably their ultimate goal. Yeah. To be on uh, the break room's uh, cheesy list. You know they were headed for that. So uh, what came in at number nine as their ultimate goal to be on our cheesy list? (laughs) (laughs) You trying to go ahead and move the segment along there? Yeah. Okay. No one really had anything to say about Blossom. Okay. Well, number nine, we're going to set the Wayback Machine to go all the way back to 1984 <laughs> uh, with uh, Moon Fry and Punky Brewster. How old were you all in 1984? I was four years old. I was born exactly in 1980. Thank you for that age reference. 16. Um, you hit the uh, Punky theme there, Dustin? Yeah. Hang on a you second. You aged well. Yeah, you really did. Like a fine wine. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'll talk in a second, I guess. You said hit the theme. Maybe the world is blind. Or just a little unkind. The show sucks. Don't know. Seems you can't be sure. Of anything anymore. Yeah, that's pretty... Oh, no. The theme's pretty cheesy in itself. Yeah, the whole show, I mean, there there was a, a recurring theme in like the late 70s and the 80s, and that was the orphan that goes to live with someone else. And this one was, of course, the little orphan girl that goes to live with the old man with the hard, you know, the cold heart that makes him learn to love again. You know, basically, it's <laughs> the whole cheap. premise. And the whole reason I think this show was cheesy, which I love this show, and I will still watch the show, but it's so cheesy because there were so many, like, very special episodes yeah, there was the one. The one I most I, I remember most vividly, and we did a whole article about uh, this. We, so we uh, on Meaty Sharks back in the day, but was the one where uh, Cherry, her friend Cherry, got stuck in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh lord, she had a friend named Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome enough. Holy yeah, Hornby. she was. She looked. She was always dressed like someone from Flashdance. Uh, but yeah, they were playing a game of hide and go seek, and she got stuck in the fridge, and nobody could find her for hours. And mind you, it was a fridge that was supposed to be taken away by Goodwill. And it was outside, <laughs> but 
for some reason when they when they found her, she was like she was frozen or something. Even though you know it wasn't <laughs> plugged in. That's stupid. Why? It just reminds you watch out for the you know dangers of being stuck in your fridge. Because every kid you know has a danger of being stuck in the random fridge. I'm glad they did a very special episode about that. <laughs> there was also the one where Punky got sent to the orphanage. I remember now, how that. How exactly did they get stuck? Did she get stuck? Well, because for some reason the handle, she couldn't get it open from the inside. She hid in the fridge Why? during hide-and-go-seek. What kind of fridge was it? I don't know. <laughs> it has a handle that you have to click Appar- open. Apparently it's like a bank vault or something. <laughs> 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 um, but one other very special episode that I remember is uh, when, I think it was when Henry's photo store burned down. That's, that's something like that. It was something about a fire. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really sentimental, cheesy show. They had to tug the heartstrings a little they bit. They did. They always tug the heartstrings of that show, especially the orphanage episode when she got sent back. Um, but yeah, I definitely had a crush on Salil. You know, when she hit about eleven or twelve, I was almost the same age. So that's a good point. Had a little thing for her. that is a good point. Uh, now we're gonna move forward in time a little bit to nineteen ninety six. Oh, reset the machine. <laughs> put, put, another, put it in drive. Put another. I hope it works. We've never went forward before. That's true. <laughs> Uh, this was Dustin's pick. One of Dustin's picks. I had, mo- was, I had many picks. This isn't my one pick. Well, I'm, not, I'm saying it's one of your picks. That's oh, what that's I just true. said. Okay, you but, said this is Dustin's pick. Oh, okay, well, sorry. And then pick. I amended it and said this is one of his picks. Okay. Anyways, How about come, this is our pick. Do we really? But you said he didn't want to be associated out. with it anymore. Well, I think Marx is trying to point out this isn't as good of a pick as his pick. <laughs> that's true. He wants to make sure they know which picks are good and which ones are bad and which ones. His are the awesome ones. Exactly. Do we need to hug? No. There's no room to hug in the time machine. <laughs> We're strapped in. Thank God. <laughs> well, yeah, coming in 1996 is Melissa Joan John Hart's Dork. second show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And we, and the whole thing, we don't have the theme song for this one because it was really boring. Um, so you're going to make a cell phone call? Sorry, so? I was turning <laughs> up my cell phone to make sure it didn't <sighs> ring. But the whole premise of this show was that her first day of uh, high school, she finds out her, she lives with her two aunts, <laughs> and they tell her she's a witch. And so that's the whole, the whole show is about her learning her powers and becoming a witch. Now, that show was bad to start with, but... <laughs> it got worse. As it kept going, it just kept getting and, worse and, and worse and worse and worse. And that's the whole reason why it was cheesy, because that you can kind of relate in the first episode. Awful. But then after that, it started becoming very stunty. Like, every episode was some big to-do. And the clip I have, in fact, is where she's in love with some douchebag, <laughs> and she has to go visit the love doctor in another dimension... And the love doctor is played by fucking Usher. <laughs> is that what he's doing? Is that isn't that the dude that sang Confessions? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's played by uh, Usher. He, that must have been one of the later season episodes. Yeah, I think yeah, it had to have been before he got really big. Here it is. Sabrina, there's only one doctor who can solve your kind of problem: the love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Wild guess, you're the love doctor. That's me. Well, let me just say this is the coolest doctor's office I've ever been in. I mean, videos and velvet chairs in the waiting room. Enough with the chit-chat sweetness. Tell your problems to the love doctor. I'm a princess. Well, my boyfriend Josh just told me he loves me. Oh, sweet, sweet love. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and every awesome. time I try to say I love you to him, I sound like a cartoon. Ladies? I am a tiger. Do you love your baby as much as he loves you? Yes, I loves my baby. I mean, Josh. We need a couple wow, wow, wow. It keeps going. That's that the thing. Awesome. It goes Let's on for get like, it, it goes on for like five minutes, and then and they they sing like a whole song. And I I was searching through YouTube for these episodes, and there were like at least probably five to ten musical numbers from this show from individual episodes. Oh, There's God. one with Britney Spears where that she comes so and dances in her living room, and uh, there was Backstreet Boys and In Sync. It was so hard to pick one, but the the thing with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys was they were all those you know R I AA songs, so I couldn't use those. And didn't it, didn't Punky Brewster end up being on that show? Yes, she, she on did. That's a good her. point. That's a good, great connection. Way to way to kick us back to '84, Dave. Yeah, but she she was in a couple of those shows. Yeah, she towards the later end. It's a good point. Fortunately, I assume that she hasn't done much since. Unfortunately, unfortunately, she could be a big porker now too, for all you know. Soleil? No, yeah, she's not a porker. Oh, you've seen her? No, okay. Quite then, she got her boobs reduced though, which is unfortunate. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a nerd. Now we're gonna set the wayback machine and go back ten years. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're taking it in reverse again. We're going to uh, 1986 uh, with Perfect Strangers. Now I don't think we have the theme. I think we just have a clip of this. Uh, no, it's just a clip. And, and this is one of those shows that you know what? It was cheesy, but it's still an enjoyable show. If you go to uh, tv.aol.com. 
they have a new section on there where you can watch a lot of old Perfect Strangers episodes, and that's where I got this clip from. But, you, you know, there are moments in the show that are actually still funny and still make you chuckle. Now, a lot of the stuff with Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> who played Balky, uh-huh. uh, yeah, you know, still makes you groan a little bit. But it's, it's not that bad of a show still. Now, the whole premise of the show, if you're not familiar <laughs> with it, for all you tots out there, uh, it was about a guy named Balky who came from... Was it? I think it was called Meat Post or something. Meat Post, wasn't it? Meat I didn't Post. know it was Meat Post. It's not <laughs> Meat Post. <laughs> I think it's Meat Post. But it was basically like uh, a fictional version of Grease, and he's a goat herder, but somehow he ends up in New York with his cousin Larry, and who they describe on the AOL uh, description JJ of the Abrams. show as a grown-up frat boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which is I insane. Get, I didn't anyone, get that from the if show. If there's anyone that was not a frat boy, it was Mark Lynn Baker. Mr. He of the natural white man perm. Mr. Stud. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder yeah. if back in 86, though, he was awesome. Maybe so. I don't recall him from much other than from Perfect Strangers. Um, Not too. But, yeah. So the whole reason this show was cheesy was because of Balkany's taglines. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't find much of his taglines, or many of his taglines, just isolated. The one I could was really bad quality, and the other clip I had was way too long. Uh, but his one, his one big one was, that's ridiculous, or something like that. <laughs> it was... And uh, there was one more. I can't remember it. But anyways, this clip is kind of the whole... This is really the, the, the meat, the cheese. Bitch. The real cheese of the show. That stupid bitch. That's it. Yeah, that's the whole clip. <laughs> uh, here's the business section. Well, that was this his catchphrase. is a listing of all the stocks. Now, which one do you want to buy? There's so many. All right, here's one I've heard good things about. Unicorn. Oh, I like unicorns. You said that they don't sell animals. You try to fool Balky. Unicorn <laughs> is the United Corn Corporation. They make breakfast foods like uh, sugar oatsies and raisin puffs. Oh, raisin puffs are my favorite. <laughs> you get 100 raisins in every box of unicorn raisin puffs. Awesome. <laughs> That's that's kind of an example of, of the cheese level of that show. <laughs> that was that, That's the thing. It's like he would always have to mispronounce a word like 508 or something. <laughs> the whole show was based around on him getting confused. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But it's still, you know, it's still a show I can watch. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. I, I thought it was cool back in the day. I, I, yeah, I it was. That show. I, I think I, yeah, I, th- I watched it just, I think about every episode back in the day. And I don't remember many of them now. No, I couldn't tell you but one of them now. But yeah, it was definitely one of the shows I think everybody watched, uh, and it had it had at least one spinoff in the form of Family Matters. That's true. She she was the uh, elevator worker or something. Right, right? she was elevator. Yeah. Which that's one thing I never understood about New York is why do they have people who push a button on an elevator for you and uh, they're in a union? I have no idea. I've never understood that. But anyways, yeah, Harriet was the uh, elevator operator. So Holly and Hornbeak wasn't didn't her husband Carl Winslow wasn't he on that show like one or two episodes? Playing the cop? I don't know if he was ever on Perfect Strangers. Not Maybe sure. he was. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. All right, time to kick, I know. It, kick the uh, the Wayback Machine in reverse again. Let's go back to 1983. Coming in number six is Webster. Uh, the star, I don't do I have, yeah, I do have the theme. Okay. Yep. So this is Emmanuel you, you Lewis. You have a clip and the theme here. Oh, no, it's Oh, that's Punky Brewster. Brewster. Excuse yeah, me. I just Sorry. have the theme here. So Sorry, blow me up. All kick right, you it. ready? Yeah. Kick it. Okay. That's not that. That's, that's a lame song, but yeah, it is. it's really nothing special. I mean, since we're not doing a theme show here, I guess we want to play the whole theme. But um, yeah, did you guys watch the show back in the day? I, this is another one I never really quite got into. Yeah, oh man, but that's because I don't like black people. So <laughs> <laughs> mark that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the whole premise of this show was again, it was another orphan, just like Different Strokes and Punky Brewster. It was another orphan kid, but this time he's adopted by a rich sports ca- caster, Coster. All black. Played by orphans. Alex Karras <laughs> and, and his wife, who had no other name that I remember other than Ma'am. Oh, yeah, so I remember that. Webster would always call her Ma'am, and, but he would call his father George, which was really weird. Now, the whole thing about this show that made it really cheesy was 
was a number of things. Most noticeably was the fantasy sequences, but also wow. Wow. which were the, weird uh, since he was an old man and a young black man. That's uh, true. That was a kind of a weird. He was fantasy twelve sequence. supposedly when that show started in eighty uh, three. That's why the sex scenes were so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Giant balls. Uh, but they also had a lot of social relevancy issues that they dealt with, like miscarriage. Mam had a miscarriage, and uh, they dealt with diabetes, and Webster's long-lost uncle got kidnapped, and somebody was a junkie. Um, but from what I remember, I don't barely remember those Probably episodes. Probably Webster, <laughs> since he's black. <laughs> they uh, he's black they had a lot black. of guest stars, and the fantasy sequences... And the two I remember the most were the one where Webster went to the bridge of the Starship Enterprise, the next generation. Oh, Lord. Wow. And then there was one, there was like uh, an episode where he goes back to the 20s and is a gangster. I'm a him, princess. With him as all, all his little kid friends. They were gangsters and they threw pies when at each When he was other. on the bridge Crazy of the Starship Enterprise, was it the actual cast there? Yeah, it was. That, so it was like just a big they had Patrick Stewart cross-promotion yeah, bullshit thing? pretty much. It was another NBC show promoting another NBC <laughs> That's show. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a big... You yeah. gotta love that they did that back then, and they still do it now. Man. Yeah, it was a big mutual jerk-off. <laughs> really? Now, now, number five, I think Dave has some debate with. 16. But we're going to kick it forward a little bit and go up to uh, 1989 with Saved by the Bell. Now, I, I didn't get the theme for this because I forgot. Um, but the whole show... Go ahead and sing it for us. Uh, let's see. It's all right. It's all right, cause I'm saved by the bell. All right, I remember the first one. So we mark that. When I wake up in the morning, da, 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 da. man, I can't remember it now. I used to know that song by heart. Something on time. Let's get out. Oh, uh, but the I don't show, think that was it. Not, not many. <laughs> nobody really I came out so we, and had a lasting career out of the show, other than Mark Paul Gosler and Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Um Now. Last what? time I saw uh, Mario Lopez, he was hosting the uh, Animal Trick Show on Animal Zacharias Planet. Zacharias Musawi. Last time I saw him was on the uh, man version of The View with Alan Fick and whoever else. I forgot there was a man so version sad. of that. The man view. Um, <laughs> Dustin Diamond probably has had the biggest failure out of anyone. Um, yeah, I'm a nerd. He's also the most bitter about the, her- the whole thing. I heard him on uh, some show a couple years ago, and he was he like refused to talk about it. Um, and now Elizabeth Berkeley, of course, went on to do striptease. And that's the only reason she's famous anymore is for getting naked. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, Mark Paul Gosser, when I, he was in NYPD Blue. He was on over there last season. But oh, that I guess it was a cheesy so- show, but, man, that was the most awesomest oh, show ever yeah. growing up. I love that show, and I used to watch – I think I've seen every episode, including the original series uh, – Goodbye, Miss Bliss. You, or you didn't watch the uh, Miss Bliss. You didn't watch the college years, did you? I watched the college years too. God, I'm a man. I must have watched almost. I probably watched every episode twice, man. Mm-hmm. I loved it more than twice. I loved that show. I never what? really watched loved it that it. much. Yeah, I well, watched it every watched single it some, day. And sometimes it w- when it was in syndication, it was on like two or three times a day, and I'd watch all oh, yeah. three episodes. My favorite episodes were the ones where they worked at the resort and Lee Romini worked there, and uh, I know. Was the girlfriend of uh, Mark Paul. Yeah, those Zach, were all right. Zach Morris. Those were okay. I don't know why. I really like those episodes. Uh, the reason I thought it was cheesy was because it was so over-dramatized. And then there were... Do you remember the time when they did a music video? There was like a fictional dream sequence episode where they formed a band, all the gang. Yeah, there was one where... Do you remember the one where uh, where Jesse is trying out for the, the, the dancing team or whatever, and she has her SATs? And she's all stressed out. Oh, then we've she, got that. We've That's the clip I got, actually. Okay, oh this Lord. is the episode I got. I'm glad you remember that. This is the episode where Jesse gets addicted to caffeine pills because she's trying, trying to yeah. stay up all night to study and, she, and to learn how to dance. All right, exactly. So, so awesome. are you ready? Hit the theme. Pills. You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them back. I have to sing. Jesse, you can't sing tonight. You can't. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so Oh my god, me and Lauren make fun of that all the time still. <laughs> I love it. We'll be we'll be doing something and uh someone will it'll just pop in our heads and one of us will go, I'm so I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh yeah, not only did I watch this show and the college years, I also watched the new class. <laughs> back in the day when it when oh, they yeah. left Bayside. Oh yeah, I think I saw every episode. But they tried to drag that thing out as long as they could. And it, did you hear the uh, Cartoon Network is going to start showing Saved by the Bell? No. Which is really weird. Why would Cartoon Network show that? I don't know. Why they, would they show anything that's not a cartoon? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Doesn't really uh, make sense. I, I don't understand. They, they've they been trying to defend themselves quite a bit because they're being really criticized. They're That's a good point. I think they're going to play during Adult Swim, too. That's it's stupid. Really I don't they're turning into the next sci-fi that's going to show wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, coming in in 1987, going back from Saved by the Bell a couple years. And How many oh, years? Oh, got to knock at the door. Hold on a second. <laughs> That's our whole music. Oh. It's Chopper Lauren <laughs> and Sweet Clean Elena. I didn't know y'all were coming over. Happy birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. can I please have your attention? Oh, wow. We're having an on-air birthday, huh? Yes. In case the uh, listeners didn't know, it was Mark's birthday on Monday. Okay. Here we go. So we've got our uh, cheer I squad here. Oh, sweet gooey. I want to wish you a very happy birthday. <laughs> I want to it's a birthday wish thing. you a very happy birthday. Oops. Dear. What was the name? Mark Hudson. He's black. <laughs> uh, his real name is Mary Magdalene. Hey, her, it's your birthday. Happy birthday today. Happy birthday to you.com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Well, this is certainly unexpected. I guess we're just going to keep the, keep the audio going. Why wouldn't we? I don't know. High five. Uh, oh, thanks, Dave. I was about to ask you to turn the air down. Yeah, thank you. Well, we're right in the middle of... We just got done talking about Dave's favorite segment. I ate them all. Oh, well, I could have candles first. I, gotta I ate them all. I ate them all. Do we have a lighter? Do we have a lighter? Just pretend. Uh, I forgot one. All right, pretend. <laughs> Oh Lord! Thank you. God, I'm a dork. Thank you. He blew to the side onto me. <laughs> Wall of ah, ah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I don't really know where we're gonna <laughs> go with the show from here. The whole segment. Well, we gotta keep going with the segment here in a second. But are you gonna cut it? Thank you. Did you turn, you turn the air down. All right. Yeah. Well, let's keep going for a second. Yeah, we gotta finish this, and then I think well, after the break, the girls are gonna sit in on the news with us. Oh, sweet. All right. Um, all right, so where were we? We just got done talking about Saved High by the Bell. Five. We were supposed to already be halfway so done by the time excited. we got here. Oh, well. We're running yeah. a little bit slow. We're a little bit behind. We just played that clip. I'm so scared. Okay. All right, coming in no- number four, jump on the way back machine again. Go back to uh, 1987. <laughs> How far back does it go? Oh, it goes all the way oh, back, baby. Uh, this <laughs> is <laughs> one of my favorite shows of all time back in the day, Full House. Um, see, I don't know. It was your favorite, wasn't it? It was for a long time, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't have, I didn't get this theme either. Damn God, I'm a dork. Uh, but this one was uh, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, John Stamos. Cut it out. The Olsen bitches, Candace Cameron. That's before and, uh, they were the bitches, though. And Meth Addict Jody Sweeten. They were just back then. Oh, you missed it last week when we talked. Was it last week we talked about Meth Addict Jody Sweeten? Uh, yeah, you did. I heard it. Yeah. Uh, now, this whole show is about a single dad, a widower, I guess, trying to raise his daughter. Dude, who doesn't know about Full House? I don't know. There's tots out there that may be listening, young teens, young impressionable teens. Let's just play the sound clip. Um, yeah, let's. Okay. Okay, let's see. It's Friday, right? Mm-hmm. That means I clean the baby bottles and you clean the baby bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's my two biggest fans. Boy, Rock, I gotta get more sleep. I'm seeing double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you look at that? I got them laughing again. Well, Joey, don't get too excited. They crack up at anything. Yeah. Yesterday I blew my nose. They busted a gut. <laughs> I make them laugh. Hello, I'm a show winkle. I'm a princess. I said I'm a show winkle. Get it? You're in the show. Oh, this is terrible. How yeah, long is this? This is horrible. What's your problem? This is 40 seconds, stuff. buddy. <laughs> don't worry, sweetie. I think you're just tired. Come on, boys, you need your beauty sleep. You mean the ruggedly handsome sleep. Oh, yeah, right. Ruggedly handsome. <laughs> Say goodbye, Uncle Joey. Right. I want to be funny like you. No problem <laughs> at all, dying. Michelle. Welcome to Joey Gladstone's <laughs> now, Comedy Couch. 20 seconds. You'll have those <laughs> was, uh, babies laughing so hard there won't be a dry diaper in the audience? house. <laughs> was it Laugh Tracks? <laughs> if Live Studio Audience was laughing at this so laugh. much, they're a bunch of damn losers. <laughs> Hey, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
so awesome. The, the, the reason it was so long is because I was trying to get something that would kind of mix a little bit of the Full House sentimentality into it. I couldn't find a full episode, so it was kind of hard to find the, you know, the post-tragedy wrap-up with that. That's a good point. But uh, this show was, was not only cheesy, I guess, for its sappy endings to every episode, but, like, the constant Elvis references... Uh, Uncle Jesse's hair. He never knew what he could do with his life. The Beach Boys performances. Oh, thank you. What's he gonna do? Uh, yeah, and it's just. And, and do you remember the John Stamos music video? Yes, that was actually on the other day when we were off. Remember the music video, John Stamos music video? Yeah, that was that. The, one, the one with all the candles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is that a was... new music video? Or no. was it old? Oh, oh, okay. It was they, some Beach Boys song that they redid or something. They actually aired it during an episode of Full House. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Somehow they segued into that. I don't know. I remember when it first aired, though. Um, all right. Coming in at uh, number three, 1989, is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers that we talked about earlier. Kind Family of a matters. spinoff, but not really. Well, it was a minor spinoff. Yeah. It wasn't like... They uh, classified it as one. Yeah. It wasn't like Archie Bunker's place coming out of all the family. Well, no. But, or uh, Alice coming out of all the family. Or That, that uh, came out of that? Yeah. I didn't know that. I believe so. Or uh, the Jeffersons coming out of all in the family. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this was a minor spinoff. And, you know, step-by-step. Step Pretty major hit, this. though. Yeah. Step-by-step yeah, yeah. step spun off of this. Um, but, yeah, this but was. But TGIF knew how to keep it coming, didn't they? They did. Um, now, this was the biggest. The only person who really had anything with this show was Jaleel, Jaleel White. How did step-by-step step spin out of it? I don't remember. I just remember it was a spinoff. Um it was a very minor They're in spin-off. totally different cities. God, I'm a dork. Yeah, you're right. But there was one point also when Urkel, um, he had a jetpack, <laughs> and he flew out of their front yard and landed in the backyard of Step by Step. Dude, how do you remember that? Because I'm a dork. I'm a giant raging nerd. Um, but yeah, the whole show is based around uh, Carl Winslow living with his extended family, the grandma, Zacharias Musawi, uh, his son, the son's idiot best friend, his, da- his daughter. The daughter grew up to become a porn star. And did she? Yeah, she did. Which daughter? Uh, no, it was on some new show a few weeks ago. And uh, Urkel, who was always around. And Urkel became the whole centerpiece of the show eventually. It was supposed to be about family, but it all eventually all became about Urkel. Did I do that? And that's the only clip I could find on oh, all, the, all the internets. That's all I could find. All the internets? Mm-hmm. You looked on multiple internets? Multiple internets. Now, number two. We're going to go back four years. we got to go really forward here with the uh, time machine, then, huh? Forward? We're going backward. I thought you said we are going to go to, like, four years ago. Four, well, sorry. Okay, I meant four years previous. Whatever. Um, now, I know you, you guys said you don't remember the show, but it ran for four years, right up until the time of Family Matters. Whoa! But uh, it was Small Wonder. Now, this is a show... About a guy who creates a robot android girl. Oh, Lord. And then hides her in his family by pretending that it's his real daughter. And the whole wacky premise of the series is they have to pretend she's real and keep her from the government. Have you, has anyone in here seen this show? Small yeah. Wonder, do you remember this show? No. About a girl named Vicky? Nobody has ever seen <laughs> See, this show. See, that's the thing. It was I don't a, think it really existed. <laughs> but it, oh, it, it really existed, but it was a very minor show in the history of television. But... It was so fucking cheesy that it had to be number two on our list. Man? I don't think it what existed. Fuck, All right, so hit the theme, and this will kind of explain. You. This is how cheesy this show was. Listen to this fucking theme. This is retarded. She's a small wonder, lovely and bright and soft She's a small wonder. She's a small wonder. A child unlike other girls. She's a miracle. Wow, it keeps going. She's <laughs> We're fading that out. <laughs> yeah, that's enough of that. And it's gone. And now we do have a clip of this show just to prove how cheesy this bullshit was. I still was. don't believe that it exists. <laughs> All right, well, hit, this is hit, something you created the other day, isn't hit, it? Hit the clip. Now, the, the one, Vicky always had, she apparently she had, she looked just like a fucking human, but she couldn't have human voice, like emotional <laughs> voice. She has like 70s robot voice. So, uh, hit the clip. <laughs> Forgot the long part, intro. Yeah, this oatmeal tastes like glue. <laughs> 
Morning, Jamie. Oh, hi, Harriet. Morning, Vicky. Oh, hi, Harriet. <laughs> hey, is that for me? No, it's a birthday present for my mother. Can I hide it in your house? I can't hide it in mine. Why not? My mother will find it. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. I am. <laughs> She's got a bigger nose. <laughs> If your nose were as big as your mother's, you'd be top heavy and fall on your face. <laughs> but out, Vicky. How about it, Jamie? If you hide this for me, I'll do you a favor sometime. Promise. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh. That wasn't funny. That wasn't. <laughs> that that show had to come in at number two because I think it was almost the cheesiest show of the eighties of the entire decade. I like that how they played the laugh track after every single awesome. thing that they say. Anything that might not Hello. come close to a one-liner. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're going to start up the Wayback Machine one last time and go all the way back to 1969. <laughs> we can't handle much more of this. Uh, yeah, coming in 1969 and coming in at number one also was the granddaddy of all cheesy shows, The Brady Bunch. Hit the theme, expert. Here's a story. No one's ever heard this song before. Yeah, no. This show doesn't exist either. <laughs> Nobody remembers it. I ate them all. I've been waiting the whole show to play that. Yes. I think we get the point here. Yeah. I think everybody's heard it, but... You think so? Yeah, no, this, this whole show, it wasn't just hokey with the comedy. It's like it became a, a uh, franchise, and they spun off into the Brady Kids. They had the Brady uh, Bunch Hour. They had the Brady Bunch Variety Show. It's a good point. It just got really ridiculous, and it really it really nosedive when they started singing. And they formed their own, like, uh, Partridge Family... Uh, singing group. I am a tiger. Um, now you don't have to play that for every <laughs> every singing bit. <laughs> um, but let's get on. Okay. Uh, but the only clip I could find on YouTube was uh, of them singing. This is like apparently one of their first appearances as a Partridge Family esque group. So, <laughs> okay. Anyways, for our final act this morning, we have six kids. Three boys and three girls. A match set, you might say. <laughs> they call themselves the Silver Platters, and here they are. liking it at one point, yeah. but then I remember it turned into pure hatred, <laughs> and I cannot stand that <laughs> show, show anymore. The show is so bad, it's funny to watch. It's just one of those shows, it's a train wreck. It really is. Do you remember, do you remember the episode when, like, it was some, maybe it was several episodes, but where they were mowing their AstroTurf? They had AstroTurf for a lawn. Yeah, I remember the lawn. No. no. Oh. And, uh, but, like, most of these shows I could go back and still watch. I can't go back and I, watch I tried, that show at I've all. I've tried on TV Land. And there was the episode where Joe really? Theismann came in. Yeah, I tried. Uh, I get bored. I'm a big dork. Um, <laughs> there was the dork. episode where Joe Theismann came in and played football with, uh, was it Bobby, the youngest kid, I think? Zacharias Musawi. Yeah, Zacharias Musawi. And Alzarkawi. <laughs> They've all played football together. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there you have it. We're returning the Wayback Machine to the garage in modern times. 
And uh, there's they had your to redo the technology and change established Trek lords. Exactly. Been marginally interesting. <coughs> it's in the garage for another month. That's awesome. <laughs> Just one month? Just one. Well, we, you know, we're going to try a monthly th- monthly I thing. I think we're going to try to make a, a reg- semi-regular segment. You know, so let's start the list. How about we say every yeah, month? It's a little too late for the list. Oh, sorry. All right, but the band this week is uh, Panic at the Disco, and uh, come on, open up iTunes or Fallout Boy. Um, also, yeah, also known as Fallout Boy Minor. Uh, this song is called The Only Difference Between Martyrdom and Suicide is Press Coverage. Now, you can find them at panicatthedisco.com or fueledbyrama.com or myspace.com slash panicatthedisco. So, again, this song is The Only Difference Between Martyrdom and Suicide is Press Coverage. Dub, dub, God, dub, that's jack. a mouthful. Yeah, no kidding. All right. High gasoline. Five. High five. Out. High go. five. Out. Out. Go. Sit tight. I'm gonna need you to keep time. Come on. Just snap, snap, snap your fingers for me. Now we're making some progress, come on Just tap, tap, tap your toes to the beat And I believe this may call for a proper introduction Well, don't you see? I'm the narrator and this is just a prologue Swear to seek it up if you swear to listen We're still so young, desperate for attention I They're not who you think So we'll pick back up on that on another page And I believe This may call for a proper introduction And well, don't you see I'm the narrator and this is just a prologue Swear to shake it up in just Swear to listen We're still so young Desperate for attention I aim to be Okay, here we go. And we're back. Go. We're on air. Oh, Chris, great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. Say hello to the boys for us. Especially great so early. Thanks for coming in. No, my pleasure. Early. And can I just do one thing before we go? You yeah, can, sure. We go out live here, don't we? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, my partner, Joe, never misses the show at all. She's, oh, that's nice. She absolutely loves it. And uh, I just know she'll be watching today. So can I just put a message out to her? Oh, oh go on. We've been, uh, we've been together for seven years. And uh, I just want to take this opportunity now, live on TV, to say, Joe, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> you sure you... Have, have you? have you texted her about it? I've tried. I've done everything I can, Kosh. So if you don't get the fucking message now, Joe, you never will. Okay. Uh, thanks, go uh, break. It's not in What is that from? Wow, that's some, awesome. Some Australian morning show, apparently, like is a Good that, Morning America. Is that from Morning Breakfast? Uh, that's what it's called. I don't know, maybe. That button's empty, Dustin. That's sweet. Thank you. Well, from the uh, bubba. I need to bubba. get on that show. <laughs> I got someone I need to get. We right start with. the American Morning Breakfast. Put in my ass. President Bush was forced to apologize to an LA Times reporter. Oh, by the way, we do have a live studio audience for the segment. Yeah, look at that. Chopper Lauren and Sweet Elaine in the back. Sweet Elaine. 
Uh, President Bush was forced to apologize to a Los Angeles Times reporter named Peter Walston when he asked the reporter if he's going to keep his sunglasses on when he asked a question of the president. Bush told the guy, for viewers, there is no sun. He was joking around with him. Um, and he had to apologize for the he, jokes? Well, yeah, because yeah, somebody pulled him aside after the fact and said, um, Walston, oh. Walston has Stargardt's disease, which means his eyes are degenerating. Mm. He's losing his vision, so he were, he has uh, cloudy vision, and uh, sunlight causes pain in his eyes. That doesn't sound like a very good excuse for to me. Uh, That's a terrible uh, excuse. But apparently when Bush found out, he called Walston and said, I need all you guys out of affection. He said, and I'm Wal- the president, and I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the Secret Service take you out, <laughs> fucker. Uh, then Walston said, I understand that, but I'm I don't want you to treat out. me any differently because of this. And then took a hot poker to him. President yep, Bush said, have him hot poker your eyes. I will. Next time, I'll just use a different needle. Um, <laughs> you know, that's one thing I've always heard about Bush is he may be a political dumbass or whatever, but he seems to be a fairly good guy overall. He's black despite his politics. What? He seems to be a very affable guy, when, especially when it comes to reporters who criticize him all the time. That's one thing I've always heard. He's not mean to him. He's so. charming. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Charming. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean he's Affable. a good person. I didn't say he was a good person. I don't know. Hey, that. you don't know him. I said he might be a great person. Might be nutty. He sure. might be. But that I'm just not judging him. I'm just saying. I've always heard he's very affable. So who would you like to rape? <laughs> Thank you, Thomas, for contributing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so much for that story. Uh, MSNBC's Keith Olbermann is in trouble, like the rest of his network. Uh, by the way, did you hear sadly that Maury and Connie has been taking off the air on MBC, MSNBC? Oh, the show that nobody ever heard of. High five! By the way, I heard today that there's a podcast, Ask, Ask a Ninja, is actually drawing more rating or higher ratings than MSNBC. <laughs> Three hundred thousand. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Keith Olbermann of Countdown with is uh, in trouble because he responded to several emails that were sent to him. Uh, and these people said that uh, Alzarkawi was Olbermann's hero. And so he responded by saying, hey, save the oxygen for somebody whose brain can use it. Kill yourself. Uh, and a couple of others said, given how far you are from knowing your ass from your elbow about my industry, you couldn't be stupider, wronger, or dumber. Wronger. Uh, another one said, go fuck your mother. Uh, and another one said, you Americans still watching that evil fucking O'Reilly? Uh, who, by the way, is has six times the viewership of him, of." Uh, Olbermann, so. It's a good point. But who is evil? <sighs> he may be evil. Uh, the New York <laughs> Times reporter Lloyd Grove uh, emailed MSNBC, forwarded the emails to the uh, management, and Olbermann then apologized, of course, and said, I apologize to anyone who might take offense at, part, at my part of this correspondence. It goes without saying that I should not have replied to these abusive and hateful emails. <sighs> he didn't but mean I any wonder of that how many of us could receive literally hundreds of them questioning our patriotism, religion, and ethnic origin. Without succumbing to the natural, we never respond like that to any of our hate mail. It's because we don't get any email. <laughs> we get hundreds of hate mails a day. Uh, <laughs> I get hundreds of, would you like a bigger penis? And, uh, you know, lose weight now. Take this pill. I get those, but that's about it. Eat the penis. And speaking of penis, the, uh, the penis. world's oldest condom has gone on, distri- on display in a new Austrian museum. This uh, condom, High five. this condom, which is by the way reusable, <laughs> was made in 1640. Hopefully, that's a, a close-up picture, and it's not just humongous. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Uh, it was made in 1640, 16. and is completely intact. And it still has. Does it have sperm in it? It has its written no, but it does have its original user's manual, which oh. was written in Latin. <laughs> there's a manual. Yeah, there's a manual that suggests. Put that, it on your penis. And apparently has a little tie right here, so you can tie it about the base and make sure it stays on. Uh, but yeah, the manual, which is written in Latin, suggests that you immerse the condom in warm milk prior to its use to avoid diseases. Wilder vomitorama. That's our Latin. Uh, the condom, which was found in, uh, I guess, the city of London, Sweden, is made of pig intestine. And is one of 250 ancient objects related to sex on display at the Tyrolean County Museum That's not in Austria. London. But in my ass. Lund. Lund. Okay. Lund in Sweden. So. Wiener? I think we should go back to condoms like this. <laughs> With the ties and the... <laughs> the ties. Whatever that is, like a, I don't know, some kind of sack. It looks Maybe. like a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get a little nice garter belt for your wiener, something like that. Wiener? Wiener. Wiener? <laughs> in Touch Magazine is named the 10 best... Racks in Hollywood. Ah. <laughs> I can tell you're real happy about that back there. Yeah, me and Dustin <laughs> were talking about that before the show. Uh, coming in at number ten is the very so spare Brittany Murphy. Up, say. 
<clears throat> number nine, which I really disagree with, is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Does she have breasts? I figured it depends on what breasts? time. Of, She's figured a what time of year it is, or how what weight she is, if yeah. she really has <laughs> any or not. Well, I guess she always has the big fake ones. Though, uh, yeah, that's what everybody thinks she has big fake boobs. I think so, but whatever. Uh, coming in number eight is Rebecca Romaine. Uh, number seven, which should be much higher on the list, is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, number six is Tyra Banks. Number five is Jessica Alba. That's stupid. Wife, bitch. Number four, Halle Berry. Number three, Salma Hayek. Number two, Jessica Simpson. And number one, Scarlett Johansson. Mary Magdalene. I completely agree with. There's a nice big picture of yes. Scarlett's jugs for you. They all have breasts. They do. <laughs> do they? I know. <laughs> Shop a Dave. Nobody else loves the list except me. So. <laughs> a uh, Welsh security point. company has developed a new ringtone that only uh, teenagers can hear. Teenagers are younger. The product is called the Mosquito, and it was 16. originally designed to disperse young shopkeepers. Or, I'm not shopkeepers. Young, <laughs> young shoppers <laughs> loitering in front of their stores. Two dollars. While leaving the adults unaffected. <laughs> uh, apparently, this, God, a dork. this uh, new ringtone runs on a pitch that's so high that adults can't hear it. Or most adults can't hear it. I am a tiger! And now uh, administrators are afraid that high schoolers will start uh, receiving text messages that they can't hear and... Uh, Whatever, I'm so distracted now. Text messages they can't hear. Well, like, you know, like mine's the R2-D2 thing. It goes uh, off whenever the text message... Oh, you're afraid in. the tone will be too high right. and you can't tell when it's... Oh, okay. Well, like the adults won't be able to know when text messages are coming in. They can't smack the kids and take their phones. But Is that what they do? Apparently, as, uh, as we age, <coughs> we develop what's known as the aging ear, Dustin. A loss of the ability to hear higher frequency sounds. <laughs> Why is that aimed at me? Because you're old. You're as old as me. Because half the no, time not. you complain you can't hear half the things mm-hmm. we say on the show. And you barely remember anything past yesterday. <laughs> that has nothing to do with my hearing. <laughs> I still, you're old. Huh? You're a, you're a very young sixty. And you forgot how to tell time. That's true. Okay. I, I know how to tell time. I just disregard it. <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant. <laughs> Paris Hilton. We got a couple stories in Paris Hilton here, but the first is that she hit yet another car and sped off. Without leaving a note or talking to the owner. No, don't play that yet. Oh, Hold sorry. On. We're a little early for sorry. that. Sorry. Uh, but apparently there's a video if you go to TMZ.com. Blowing your wad a little early there, dude. Yeah. It searched for Driving While Paris update. Well, apparently she was in a uh, parking garage at some mall in Beverly Hills, and she was backing out, and they have video of this. All the paparazzi were around her. They videotaped her while she rear-ended into a Honda Accord and then just oh, took off. Oh, that was Paris Hilton in that, that video Paris you were Hilton, playing earlier? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. She's in I just lane. thought it was some random videotape. I was wondering why they were videotaping some yeah. random lady backing out of a parking spot. She, she's in a silver Land Cruiser. She hits like a 95 Honda Accord and then just Which, takes off. It's awesome because the silver Land Cruiser has the backup sensors yeah, exactly. that warn you when you're too close to a car. It doesn't have like a video camera too, like a giant Probably. HD display. I don't know yeah. if that one does, but yeah. It does uh, have the, the sensors, sensors should be enough. You see it on the bumper in the video. <laughs> The, uh, this is the second time this year that uh, Hilton has been caught driving off. Earlier this year, her boyfriend, Stavros Nachos, uh, crashed Hilton's Builder Bentley into a parked truck, and then the two drove off. They were both drunk. Uh, they did not get fined for that incident, and she has not been fined for the latest incident. Uh, she also has several parking tickets, and she's been videotaped without wearing her seatbelt several times. And last week, she illegally parked in a handicapped slot outside uh, Matt Leinert's apartment. So. <coughs> Former UFC quarterback. Or is he returning? Wait a minute. He graduated this year, right? Yeah. He yeah. got drafted by the Cardinals. So anyways. Way to Parent, keep up with sports. Apparently she's screwing him now. So, uh, In other Paris news, uh, I don't know if this... you think this was leaked or was this in, like intentionally leaked? It was probably intentionally put out there. Uh, but yeah, her new video and song of Hit the Web, she's supposedly going to have a music career now. And if you haven't seen don't this they, video... Don't they all go through that cycle? I think so. She's trying to be Lindsay Lohan, who apparently is her arch nemesis now. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, she, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, well, one of Paris's ex boyfriends is apparently one of Lindsay Lohan's ex boyfriends, and he called her a fire crotch <laughs> last week. And so they got in a big fight, and then they kissed and made up. And that is so whack. Uh, but anyway, she released her song, and it's li- it looks like a cheap Madonna ripoff. Like, what was that video where Madonna like was on the beach running around having sex with that guy? Uh, basically a rip off of let's that. Let's get it on. No, it's not let's get it on. Oh. Um, it looks like that. It's, it's just I like the Madonna I don't remember. It, it's, it's such Those a the only piece songs of I know. shit. 
So, anyways, we got a little clip of the of the song here, which it's complete ass. Just go ahead, go ahead and hit that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the mask opening. This show sucks. Oh, I can't take it. Yeah, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, that's that's awful. I was enjoying that. You can tell. That's the thing. You can tell with this thing. I, w- I want to see her sing live at like, like one of the New Year's celebrations, you know, with Dick Clark. Yeah. Where they had everybody like the Chili Peppers have played, um, and they're always terrible. I want to see that bitch sing live because you know they had all kinds of pro- processing on her voice. <laughs> They'll man. probably just have her lip sync it like everyone else does now. Well, it- and you can tell there's processing, and she barely shows any range in her vocals. That is complete shit. That song, I hope she fails. That was <laughs> awful. How do you feel awful. about it, Mark? I, I hate, I hate Mark, that Mark, bitch. Mark, Mark, I hate her. Uh, I guess we won't. I forgot, huh? I forgot the Britney Spears story. What, what was the story you sent me today? Something about... Oh, she changed, changed yeah, her kid at yeah. like a... Uh, Neiman Marcus or something? She, she was a Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah, Victoria's buying, Secret. Buying some pink thongs, apparently. And apparently, her son took a shit in his diaper <laughs> right there at the cash <laughs> register. And this white trash bitch. That bastard. How dare he? <laughs> no, no, not the kid. But this white trash bitch. She pulled. She just plopped her baby down right there next to the cash register and, like, like changed his diaper and then tried to hand the, the shit to the uh, cash the worker. I ate them all. And asked them to throw it away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they said no. I know. What a... They're higher class than she is now. That's well, yeah. true. It's true. She's is that very hard? She's pregnant again with that dickwads baby. A second baby. I wonder if they need another statue What the fuck, it. man? Do we need... We didn't need the first statue. <laughs> and finally, Scientology strikes back this week in the form of Jenna Elfman and her husband, Bodie. <laughs> Apparently, uh, indie film jo- uh, director John Roker, or I guess that's how you say it, uh, he was walking to his car. Uh, his real name is Dan Hunter. Uh, he was walking to his car this week in L.A., apparently in the, quote, trendy Los Feliz neighborhood, uh, when he was approached by a shirtless man Mexican. and a tall blonde. And uh, the one of the people, doesn't say which, said, Hey, man, you're making fun of my religion. Uh, Roker apparently recognized the couple as Bodie Elfman and his wife, Jenna, from Dharma and Greg and the recently failed series on ABC. Uh, but Did she have a recently failed series? Yeah, it was uh, I didn't know that. something. It failed. It's I don't know. White bitch. Uh, but anyways, apparently Roker was we- wearing a self-made T-shirt, which had a picture of Tom Cruise in the front. that had the caption, Scientology is gay. That's He's the most black. awesome T-shirt and ever. And the back had a picture of John Travolta from, uh, like, Staying Alive or whatever <laughs> that movie was. That also said... <laughs> Staying Alive? <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. That's what it was. Yeah. It said, Very gay. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, the article says, For the record, both Cruz and Travolta said they repeatedly are not gay. Can Put buy that somewhere? I don't... Well, he's he made it himself. I hope it goes on sale. At this point, it's got to go on sale. It's going to be so famous. Two dollars. But, but get this, and here's where there's, there's a drop you can play. It said, Jenna apparently said to the guy, What crimes have you committed? And she started screaming at the guy and said, Have you raped a baby? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Who would you like to rape? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> and apparently, apparently, Rogue, or the Elfmans had a young friend with them. The, the, the four of them started arguing. They had a young guy with them, some 20-something. J.J. Abrams. the Roker guy started talking about making fun of Xenu, who's the Scientology god, supposedly. And this oh is god. like the, this is the secret that you pay like bajillions of dollars for is to learn about Xenu, who looks like an airplane without engines. And... Uh, when they started Giant making references, balls. apparently the Elfman started telling this this young guy that he should cover his ears and move away <laughs> so he wouldn't hear about the sacred Xenu. <laughs> uh, but Elfman's, <laughs> Elfman's uh, rep says that, uh, according to Bodhi, they were out for a Sunday stroll uh, with each other when some guy walks by with a t-shirt on very prominently attacking his religion. Words were extended, and Bodhi and Jenna were personally attacked for their beliefs. As they, right. As they went about By the business, shirt, right? the guy continued to try to elicit negative responses from the both of them. As they walked away, he continued to scream propaganda and hated them. Apparently, he spent all Monday calling the pre- press to promote himself. So, exactly. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Put that towards Scientology. 
So I guess that's it for this week. Wow, that's a really disturbing ad right there. Um, Where? <laughs> this right here. Yeah. We're not going to shave until men do. Oh, Lord. Interesting. All right, so uh, you can find us at breakroom.org, or you can email us at breakroom at gmail.com, or you can find us at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. Jub, 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 jot. You can call us at 206-666-3356. And I think that's about all it for our contact information. Oh, our opening theme is provided by American Rockstar. You can find them at americanrockstar.com. The band this week, again, is Panic at the Disco. Fall Out Boy. I'm a princess. Let me find the other song because I lost it. Uh, Panic, panic, panic. Panic. (laughs) Uh, Panic at the break room. Oh. Thank you. Uh. Good God, that's loud. Uh. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) This last song is called... Out. Time to dance. You can find Panic at the Disco at music.podshow.com or Black Panic at the Disco.com or myspace.com slash Panic at the Disco. Birthday Thank you for the birthday. Thank you to Elena and Lauren. All right. For being a special audience. High five. Have a great Have a great weekend, everybody. Mazel mazel. That's what God loves. Yeah.
This looks like a great place, Arnold. Yeah, Willis would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is if he wouldn't mind living over a haunted Indian burial ground. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, hey, I'm Will Smith. I'm the realtor. At night, you can hear the wailing of the dead. What you talking about, Will? I think he's oversteady a little bit, Arnold. You're probably right, Dad. Let's check out this fly pad. I could get used to living in the lap of luxury. You know, Arnold, those things were a lot funnier when you were a little child. Yeah, well, Dad, uh, your little stories were a lot more interesting back then, too. <laughs> hey, let's check out the wet bar. Oh, oh wait, wait, uh, we don't have one. Let's check out the house down the street. 